Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> Thanks, too. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. Okay, hello and welcome to a weird episode of Marissa Explains It All that consists of neither one of us sitting in the same room or in the same city or in the same state or on the same coast. same coast. <laughs> <laughs> so because of that, we're not going to have any cool sound effects. So I'm sorry, you guys, but I'm tired of missing my own show. And I'm also tired of you guys complaining about me missing my own show. So I am no longer missing my own show and I'm making it happen no matter what. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I am sitting in my boyfriend's living room with his nerdy gamer headphones on, like the little- I have the visual in my head, Marissa, of you just sitting looking like either a flight attendant or like a pilot, <laughs> but also like a video gamer. <laughs> I feel like it's definitely pilot vibes. Um, I don't know if I have like the gamer- look to me so I don't think I would like give that off although on the tv screen it was like showing some girl who was streaming 2k and she looked cool and I kind of looked like her so you could be like a 2002 like pop star you know how they used to have those headsets oh yes (laughs) they still make those I just saw a picture of Cardi wearing one of them they're very like important I guess what was it what oh okay it was was like functioning and not just like for the look no you know because i mean i know there's like well i really feel like a nerd and plus penny's friend is like sitting here listening to me so i really feel weird um (laughs) (laughs) i feel like a youtuber like so guys today well anyway um no i think it just depends on like the sound system of like the stadiums that they're performing in because sometimes they'll have like the earpiece and the microphone oh that's what it is i think what it is is when they're doing a lot of moving and they can't hold their microphone those Mm. those headsets are still it so i feel like cardi probably because beyonce like we never see her in that she's always holding the mic but beyonce is a super pro performer with dancing singing and dancing and singing and I feel like Cardi is still very new with the dance shit, so she doesn't, she can't like hold the mic and she do can't. it at the same time. Well, she can do way more than I can do because I can't even stand half the time. So <laughs> the more I think about like how I wanted to be a rapper for a point in my life, the more I realize like I'd have been a horrible rapper. Like performance-wise, my stage presence is it's shit. Like I'm like an awkward an awkward white person when it comes like my Spanish idol come out like rapping and stuff. I sound great. I'm on beat most of the time. Oh, but the rhythm and the dancing. Yeah. But the performance. (laughs) That's where my mom's side of the family comes in and it would be a disappointment to all. So I'm pretty happy that I didn't pursue that. When it comes to dancing for me, I swear to God, as soon, like, I can, like, vibe, you know, like, when I'm on my own, like, trying to have fun, as soon as the fucking camera is on me, I, like, fucking freeze up and just look so fucking awkward, because I know I already look awkward to begin with, but now people are watching me and this might go somewhere, I look like an eggplant, like, I don't know, like. (laughs) I can't, um. I can't perform, I mean, not perform, I can't dance or vibe at all. So whether the camera's on me or not on me, it's just not happening for me. And it's never really become an issue in my life because I've just always been like the bitchy friend of my crew anyway. So I kind of like have already established that I can just sit somewhere and not be bothered and no one's going to bother me and expect me to dance or move. But now I feel like this is the second, yeah, I've gone out two times like to clubs with penny already and all of my friends are up dancing and i'm still the only person sitting and he's up dancing and now now the first time in my 32 years of life it's it's actually making me feel away and at this point i've gone too far i'm not going back now i'm not going to start randomly trying to get rhythm like it's it's over now it's done 
but it, I just feel bad because he has to stand there and watch all his friends like dance with people and he just he's just stuck with this lump on a log sitting on a bench I'm the I'm exact same way I don't know what to say I have no advice <laughs> for you um but that does bring me to another thing so on my Instagram story today I posted it from my time hop today August 21st is the four-year anniversary of my first ever flyout. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and it's just so interesting, I guess, the growth that I've experienced in my life since then, because on said four-year anniversary, I was not getting a flyout or even close to it, but instead walking with my boyfriend's daughter to get pedicures while he painted his home. And I was like, who have I become? <laughs> and it's you kind like, of flewed yourself out. Yeah, that I did. Yeah, I fly myself back and forth across the country fucking every week. I've been here since Friday, I think. Yeah. And then I go back on Sunday and then I come back again on Saturday. So, yeah. Who are you? I don't know. And like this weekend we went to the beach and Oh, what are you doing? That noise is so crazy. Um, He went to the beach this week. I mean, we went to the beach this weekend and in the morning he was like, Oh, can you make the sandwiches? And I'm like, okay. So I'm like standing there in his kitchen making sandwiches for all of us as he got his kid dressed for us to go to the beach. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is a very new life for me. Like I'm, fucking making sandwiches bro before you guys think marissa's like fucking martha store or something out here i bet it was the most basic sandwich oh no yeah it was it was literally (laughs) i just cut a roll and i put sliced ham sliced cheese and some mayo on it so you know not still and then turkey for him he doesn't need ham pork um yeah not stellar sandwiches but and we went to the beach with taylor Oh, fun. Wait, give me just a moment. Saki's having like a major like freak out right now and is so hyper. I have to get him out of this room. Go out. Okay. How's Taylor? His fucking Instagram stories are so funny. I don't know if you guys have seen them. You guys all have to follow Taylor on Instagram. But all of his stories crack me up so freaking much like him getting stuck on a boat with his friend and like being stranded in the middle of the ocean or something (laughs) I'm kind of like I've been so in this matrix of just being in this house that I haven't really checked anybody's stories or anything I've barely posted my mom called me today to see if I was alive so I have not seen any of these things but Penny, who is like Taylor's new best friend, is like, hey, did you see Taylor got stuck on a boat today? And I'm like, no, I didn't. But And then today he was like, yo, me and Taylor are texting. And why do you ask me what I do for a living? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Ask your best friend Taylor. Like, why are you asking me? So they're bros now. But um, why did he get stuck? I didn't even ask him to elaborate further. Did, Did he get off the boat? What happened? I mean, didn't you see him? So no, I think I didn't he did. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, did, I think you saw him after it happened. That's right, because I think Penny brought it up on like Friday, and we saw Taylor on Sunday. That's cool. So what else have we you guys? What have you? Yeah. What? What? What have you? What have you been up to out there? We, I haven't seen you. Are you alive? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, you haven't damn, been I'm, posting on your fucking Finsta, bro. That's how we know that you are off the deep end. And it's so crazy because I used to always tweet like, "I can't wait to get a boyfriend and just fall off the face of the earth." And like, I'm actually falling off the face of the earth. But I've come to the realization like I don't like it. I'm kind of just letting this be my summer break because. I like log on Instagram and I don't even have any notifications. Like that's how much I'm just so low. Like no one's, there's nothing there people to respond to. No one's messaging me. I'm like, this is the least activity my, my Instagram has ever had. And it's sad, but I have, um, I'm finally, finally, finally going to be appearing on horrible decisions this week. And yeah, so that's on Friday, which I assume then that means the episode will come out next week. Um, But I'm really excited about that because I kind of just feel like I've fallen back from the whole world on every level. And I mean, I've also been trying to finish this fucking book. Like that's really where all my time has been going. Um, 
So once I do that, and then I, I debating, I have not confirmed with myself yet, but I might go to Joe's pool party on Saturday, which would be some mage growth. And I'm putting this on the show now because if I don't go, at least you guys know I was considering going, which is big enough in and of itself, right? Was that you or your dog? That was me. Oh. That was my, that was my animal sound for the week. Okay, and why did what, why for any reason or it just escaped out of my mouth? I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. Okay, were you, were you like feeling awkward for the moment? I know when you feel awkward, you just do weird shit. I'm really hot in my room right now because I can't turn on the air conditioning, so I'm oh just sitting God. in front of the computer sweating. Literally, bro, same as hell. I was just sitting here like, wow, it's so hot in this room because I turned off the air conditioner as well to do the show. And the sweat is literally like forming drip drops on my forehead. That's a great visual. I have you as a pilot dripping sweat (laughs) from your face. (laughs) Sitting on a red couch with my red hair and my computer in a very large very insane apartment because they painted today so there is shit everywhere and this is what I'm dealing with nice I have nothing to say but nice (laughs) I want to I guess I want to tell the story of my first fly out since I can tell these things now that I am a wholesome woman in a relationship right so I can go back to these moments in time and appreciate them and move forward and I've already cleared this with my boyfriend. He doesn't care that I talk about this stuff. So I will talk about it. So once upon a time, damn, I wish I had um, his thingy. There we go. And it's so funny because at this time in my life, I was on, I'll name this podcast later, now the Joe Budden podcast. But this person who I flew out with is such a big name. I guess, right? That unlike the fish spot stories I used to tell or who else did I have a nickname for? Michael Kors or uh, Cleveland. Like none of them motherfuckers really were like moving any type of needle. Like Cleveland, I mean, y'all already all know that's MGK's best friend, Slim. Like it's woo woo. Um, The Michael Kors dude was a fucking... uh, What's that shit in football? A practice squad player for the Eagles. So he didn't fucking count. Then his dumb ass got cut after that anyway. So he's really not shit. And then Fishbot. I mean, if y'all know, y'all know who that is. And at that time, he was really no one. So it didn't really matter anyway. Um, But this person specifically, there was a lot on the line if I was to be like just dropping more hints than I did about him. So I kind of like barely touched the surface about the fly out at the time. And so I feel like now is a great time to share that, even though I don't even know if there's much of a story to it. So that person had texted me that morning. I was at Hot 97 with Ebro and everyone. And I got, and mind you, at this point, it's 2015. I had been messing with him for two years. And I feel like I, or I felt like rather at the time, like I was a favorite, like every time he'd come to New York or New Jersey or the tri-state area, Connecticut, PA, he'd always hit me like, Hey, I'm in town. I want to see you blah, blah, blah. And I'd always be like, cool, let's get it. And we would hang out and we would have fun and shit like that. But two whole years, I never got the, like, I want to fly you somewhere. The golden <laughs> yeah. Literally the golden ticket. And I'm like, like what, like how do people get, to that level like what am I supposed to do and it's so funny because a month earlier in July it was the 4th of July I was in um Miami with my girlfriends uh the squad Danielle and Samira and he lives in Miami and so we, we were texting and I was like um I'm here and he's like fuck I don't get there until the day after you leave but I really want to see you let me know and I'll make it happen so I thought that was like a fly out invitation and nothing like came through in those texts the next couple of days when I'm like, okay, I'm back in Jersey. Like, what do you want to do? And he was like, I don't even remember what it was, but it just never ended up being a fly out. And I was like, okay, I guess I interpreted this whole situation incorrectly. Uh, Tim, I wish my phone didn't die. Cause I would definitely go back and read them. Um, 
so then a month later, yes. Yeah, so it's the morning of August 21st, 2015. And I got a text from him. The fact that and you know he, that date is, oh, because it came up in your time hop today. Time hop. Gotcha, yes, gotcha. time hop. So he sent me a text and was saying like, um, he said, how far are you from Boston? And I was like, really far? But I mean, if you think about this person who's been famous for as long as they've been famous, it's, well, I feel like it's 50-50. Either he knows geography so well because he's obviously been in every single state and every single country. That's what in the world. I would assume. You know, you would have like a general grasp of you know, where you are and your bearings. Right. But at the same time, I guess in a small thing like that, like, you know, this person has never driven from New York to Boston. And if he's ever taken a flight from New York to Boston, it's probably like maximum 30 minutes or so, 45 minutes. So I would then say, no, he probably doesn't have an actual concept. He just knows they're in the vicinity, the general vicinity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? I was looking at this. Uh, I forget who tweeted it. It was like some rapper or something. He was like, I've never been to a city a day before the actual concert. And he was like, this city's whack and I'm never going to do it again. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's like... It's real, like life on the road. And I can say I've experienced, I guess, you know, like when I toured Europe last year and shit like that, that shit is like not that fun, especially because I've seen some tours where they really pack that shit in. Like literally every day you have a show and you might have like one off day every like nine days or something. You really do not get to see the fucking cities, especially like I said, when it's back to back like that, like you do your show, you... um depending on how far the next city is, you might have like a 11 p.m. call time for your tour bus. You might have a 1 a.m. call time for your tour bus. And whatever that time is, like you go back on that fucking bus and that's it. You guys are just off to the next city. And like even when I went on tour in December, my last little hurrah before I was like, I'm never fucking with like someone famous ever again. Um, It was the same shit. And we went right on the bus and it was freezing fucking cold. We were in like Colorado and Kansas City. I cannot tell you how far Denver and Kansas City are from each other, but we did that drive. And um, yeah, it's like a long ass thing. And then you get in the city, possibly like early afternoon for whatever new place that you're going to. You check into the hotel. Oftentimes in those scenarios, you don't really like the artist has one room and that's because they're the artist and then everyone else because you're not staying the night in that city there's a shower room basically that they also rent or not rent what do you call that get and um everyone goes and takes their showers and stuff and then you go back on the bus and if you have a couple hours to kill you might go like to a local store or like you know a clothing store or maybe you have a meet and greet set up and then you do your fucking show and it's on to the next so they really don't see these fucking cities i mean i got lucky when we went to europe we had a lot of time to see shit and for me to break my nose and all those fun things but other than that i've i don't think they really get to see but anyway so yeah long story short obviously this person has no actual concept of how far boston and new york are from each other I guess that's kind of like when people come to California and they think LA and the Bay are right. Yeah, they're together. like, let's just hop over to the Bay. I'm like, ooh, let's yeah. not sit in the car for nine hours. <laughs> that's a five. It's a five hour drive, bro. It's basically LA and the Bay is basically New York to Boston, honestly, or New York to DC. So, boom, boom, boom. I get that text. He's like, "How far are you?" And I'm like, "Pretty fucking far." And he was like, "Can you be in Boston by two p.m.?" Like he basically gave no fucks that I said it's far. <laughs> And I was like, no, I can't. And so then I'm looking around the room, right? I'm with Ebro, I'm with Laura, I'm with Rosenberg. So I'm like, guys, like, do I just like ask for something? Like, do I ask for a flight? Do I ask for a car? And they were like, yo, closed mouths don't get fed. Just ask for the shit. And I'm like, okay. So I started like small because I'm like, I'm definitely not driving, but it also feels like kind of ridiculous to ask for a f- that quick of a flight essentially. So I was like, can you get me car service because I'm really tired and I, you know, I'm not going to make, be able to make that drive. 
And so, like, it took him, like, an hour to respond to me. Bro, that hour was so stressful because I'm like, oh, I fucked up. This, I, fucked, I fucked this bag up. If he's not going to reply, I fucked up. He's like, this bitch is asking for shit. Who the fuck gave this bitch the balls to ask for shit? It's over. So, finally, when he, an hour later, he responded, like, sure, no problem. Let me hit my assistant. And I was like, that was easy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, I think... At this time, I'm also super stressed. This is correct. Yes. I was also super stressed because his assistant and I were friends outside of him. And two years prior, when her and I first finally hung out, mind you, we had been social media friends for years. But when him and I first started messing around in the summer of 2013, her and I finally got to meet in person coincidentally, like around that same time, probably like a month later. And so she was like confessing stuff to me about like just life on the road and basically like shit that she wouldn't want me running back. Like she knew I was friends with him, but she didn't know like I was intimate with him. Mm -hmm. So she confessed like some things to me that like obviously she wouldn't want to get out or that he wouldn't want to know or whatever. So I felt confident when she did that, that I could confess back to her. So I was like, funny you say that, by the way, I'm fucking him. And she was like, oh, wait, what? (laughs) And so she was like, fuck, yo, he doesn't really fuck with like me being friends with his women. And she's like, and it's so crazy because we're like best friends. And he tells me like every ratchet bitch, every bitch, period. But he never said anything about you or whatever. And I was like, oh, damn, that's fire. Because he like at that time we were still like brand new and I didn't know if if he really knew who I was. He pretended like he did when we first met when I was on his tour bus and we were just like talking all night long. But I thought he was just good at like picking up on context clues and didn't actually know who I was because this person, like, how the fuck would you know who I am? And um, so for him to know that her and I are like friends and like know to not tell her and some other things happen, like someone else called me like, oh, yeah, so and so said you're outside of his show. I need to get you in. Right. Because he's on stage now. And it's like little things like that. Like he knew our mutual friends and shit like that. So, um, so like that kind of just confirmed to me also like, oh damn, he really does know who the fuck I am. Like he knew better than to tell her type shit, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I thought that was cool. So anyway, so that being said, I had confessed that to her and she said, damn, like he really doesn't like me being friends with Huh? Hello. What? I lost you for a second. Yeah, I can. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh. You know, I didn't want, and so I had told her that day, I'm like, oh, don't worry. I'm not going to keep messing with him. It was a one-time thing. You don't have anything to worry about. And she's like, all right, cool. So now fast forward two years later and he has to hit her to set up my car service. I'm like, fuck, she's going to realize that I am very much indeed still messing with him two years later. So anywho, she hits me up with the illest attitude, like, hey, where are you coming from? Like, super dry, didn't even say, like, how are you? What's up? Literally just, hey, where are you coming from? And I was like, oh, I'll be, you know, at this address or whatever. And so she hits me back, like, 10 minutes later, and she's like, I think it would be um, make more sense if you flew. Great. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, literally ASAP. I, like, she barely even pressed send on her, like, it would make more sense if you flew text before I was right back. Like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So then he texts me like 10 minutes later, he was like, Hey babe. Um, so-and-so said it would make more sense for you to fly. And I was like, I know babe, we're already setting it up. And he's like, bet I can't wait to see you. I'm going to bring, um, such and such as well. And I was like, oh, it's a fucking party. It's a fly out and a threesome. (laughs) Nice. So then, um, what you call it hit me back. She coordinates the travel. So my first fly out. So it ends up the Boston thing that he was asking was because that's where his private jet was being was located. Oh, so at, he was already planning on flying but, you out. You you were gonna well, drive to was, the fly out. I guess yeah. Well, no, because I was gonna he was gonna land at two p.m. at that airport, and then he had car service from that airport to Rhode Island, which was where his show was. But um, and it was only like a forty-five minute drive. But Rhode Island doesn't have a private jet airport, so he couldn't fly into Rhode Island. So yeah, that was the plan. But anyway, it ends up that I'm flying into Providence, Rhode Island. So my first fly out was really only a like thirty-seven minute flight from Newark Airport to Providence, Rhode Island's airport, which is not like 
the coolest, most glamorous story, but it was still my first fly out. And I, you can bet your bottom fucking dollar that I saved that ticket. I still have that ticket and I will never get rid of that ticket because it culminated in all my little fucking thotty dreams coming true. And, um, so I land and what's even more interesting is in 2013, when I met him, mind you, this is like my dream come true, this person. Um, in 2013, when I met him, I had like started writing a, I guess, I don't know if you call this fan fiction. I think that's what they call no, it. Like, no, I you didn't. No, you did not. You wrote yeah, a lit erotica about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically like I but except I never it, I only wrote like two chapters and it was basically like the story of my first fly out essentially and then like I I still have it on my computer. The most I got to was like me getting to the hotel. But like it was like really really descriptive and very funny cuz I'm a funny hilarious person. But the funnier shit about it was it literally happened exactly Joyce, I'm talking about exactly like my story like that I get a text from the assistant and it sounds dry and I'm worried that um, she's mad at me. Like the, the exact way oh, that it shit. happened with her. like was, Yeah, it was so fucking weird, like super weird. Then in my story that I wrote, it was like I landed and there was a person there waiting with my name on a piece of paper. I mean, you know, like holding up the sign, like the driver or whatever. And I don't I didn't know anything about flyouts when I wrote that story in 2013 like I you know it's a whole fucking system it's this shit is just it's like it's how it goes but I didn't know any of the, about about that now I know it's like you land there's there's yes the car service person is waiting for you you find them you go with them they take you to your hotel they check you all this other shit whatever but I didn't know that at the time so as I'm about to land fucking rookie move I'm texting him like so babe like what do I do when I land where do I go and he was like assistant's name has that set up already talk to her and I was like oh oh excuse me sorry <laughs> like, He's like, Bitch, I, like I, felt, no I, felt I don't even literally, know where the airport no is because <laughs> exactly. I only go on my private jet <laughs> no, never gone I don't through think security never, never had to take off his shoes never got pat down literally none of that stuff and so um I fucking felt so embarrassed. Mind you, I had like waited to send him that text too because I was really nervous. Like I didn't want to sound like a rookie. But at the same time, like it started getting to the point where I, I landed and I had no information. Like because I think his assistant was so annoyed with me that she wasn't really trying to like make my experience flawless for me. So she didn't even give me any information about the person waiting there or whatever. But I also maybe she just assumed I already knew that as well. Like she probably figured I've been doing this type shit so I had not I had no idea so then I text her I'm like hey is there someone gonna be waiting for me and she was like yeah they'll be there at the um what you call it and I was like oh lit and I get off the plane and bro it was like you know the dude like dressed like what is what's the name like Benson or whatever he had the white gloves and the nice suit and had had my name Marissa Mendez on a piece of paper and I'm like yo son that's for me bro like bro I was fucking gassed like a bitch so I go to the guy he takes my I think I had like a purse with I just stuffed like a pair of panties in like I I knew it was just like a one night thing you know like, I don't know so I had really no no luggage or anything and um he takes my bag he takes me to the hotel and then the assistant texts me and she was like he wants you at the venue him and whatever her name is are there now so um I'll be sending you a car and then I was like, okay, cool. Then she's like, never mind, just get an Uber. Oh, and I was shit. Like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, can I? And in my head, I'm like, do I expense this back to you all? Or how does this work? So um, I was like, all right, fuck it, cool. So I got an Uber, and that shit was really awkward, like pulling up to this venue in like a fucking hoopty because it was a trash ass Uber. I should have ordered like an Uber XL, but I kind of was like boycotting the system. Like, why am I paying for anything in this scenario right now? So um, I pulled up and- Was that in your little fantasy, other, in your fantasy writing, <laughs> being in a- No, in my fantasy writing, I met him at uh, the Beverly Hills Hotel or the Hilton, Beverly Hills Hilton or whatever, the Beverly Hilton, whatever the fuck. And then he opened the door. So that that's where my, that's where the end of my story ended. I didn't ever go past that. So this was already, it veered off. Um, 
So now the other thing about this is in 2008, when I was like his stan, his biggest stan, um, I wanted to, I wanted to fucking meet him so bad, and I like it was basically impossible. But somehow I had befriended basically like his right hand man, like the slim to his MGK essentially. So we like kind of talk, like, I guess we were like flirty and we would hang out and I was just, would always hang out with him to like, try to meet you the shady, main person. Dog. <laughs> of course I am. And that never happened. And then hit me and that person kind of like faded off and it, it was what it was. But I managed to successfully, successfully avoid him for the two years I had been talking to this person. And it was at this moment that those two years ended. And so he saw me get out of my Uber and meet up with the artist and the girl and the look that he gave okay. me, like, I, I just wanted to just meld. I was about to just get back in my Uber. And so like, it was so fucking awkward. I was just like, oh, he was like, oh, what's up? And I was like, what's up? <laughs> And mind you, when I had met the main person two years prior, like the day he got my number and stuff like that, this person was there also, the friend. And just before the main person got my number, I was talking to the friend like, yo, we got to catch up, take my number. Let's hang out one of these days, blah, 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 blah. And then his boy got my number like 20 minutes later and it was a wrap for anything ever again. Like just, you know. And so that was our last interaction. So like that makes it even more, I feel like, shady. Like the last time I saw you, I was like, oh, let me get your number. And here I am with your, like, your big homie. That's actually his little homie. But yeah. So um, yeah, that was awkward. And then we go to the show. Now I'm fucking freaking out. This purse, the girl that he brought with us, I had had a threesome with her and him six months earlier. So it wasn't that new or anything although that was our first one ever but the thought of a threesome is still i think awkward at any point for anyone. i don't know about you i don't know if you've ever I've had, have never you had, had a threesome and i think that i would be so terrified to ever engage in that <laughs> that's Same. like a performance so, if i can't fucking dance how the fuck am i supposed to sexually dance in front of two other people i don't think that that's possible when, when I tell you I have absolutely no idea how I am, like, okay with that shit when I am exactly the same thought process as you and I'm awkward as hell in any situation, I'm, like, I, I, I honestly, I don't know. I just think it was because it was this person and it just, it was, like, what I'm just going to fucking figure it out. But with that being said, I am pounding down the drinks while we're at his show. I'm talking about, like, I'm barely finished with one. I'm downing another. I... I don't even know how many drinks I had while I was on that stage. Like I was just, I needed to be wasted, like white girl wasted. Like I had, I, I was fucking petrified. And plus the girl is like super annoying and extra as hell. And so that's not fly out girl. Then he's on stage. Oh no, 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 it's not her. It's, um, this was the originator. This is the first one I met. I didn't even meet the other girl until like around Valentine's Day the next year. So this was summer 2015. I didn't meet her until February 2016. And when I met her, I was instructed to not talk to her. This girl didn't like her. this girl, yeah, they had beef. So it was like a whole thing. Whole At thing. the end Anywho. of the day, Marissa has never actually engaged in a threesome because I – I mean, yes, you have. You guys are all naked together. But it's all about faking it until yeah. you make it, I feel like. It is. And especially, yeah, with this this instance, yeah, I never kissed this girl. I don't really even remember this one specifically, honestly, because obviously I was wasted. But I'm pounding down the drinks. The night is done. Finally, the show's done. Mind you, at some point on stage, he was like, he said something like, oh, there's some beautiful women in the house tonight, Rhode Island, but I got my two girls right here with me. And, bro, he oh, pointed shit. at us. Oh, Damn, shit. When I, t- I, I, oh, shit. <laughs> I, was, I was like, you know what? I, I should not be here right now. Like, this bitch here is like, you know, a random miscellaneous human being with his name tattooed on her like four <laughs> times. Like, 
this bitch don't got a job. Like, you know, she don't got to I'm over here like a public ass figure on the radio, on a major podcast, and this motherfucker's pointing to me on a stage in bro, like on a whole stage. And it's not even like it's not like it's a venue like like a like a like a stadium. It's a intimate regular wooden so stage can venue see your like face where you and can they like know exactly who that is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bro oh my god like i literally for the next like 6 days i was like searching my name and his name on twitter on everything like just making sure that i was as low as i hoped i was <laughs> We've been giving you guys quality content for about three years now, and we want to bring you even more. By subscribing to our Patreon, you'll have access to everything from full videos to spending a day with the gang and riding in a low rider through the streets of L.A. Um, We got tiers for our listeners on a budget, and we got tiers for our big ballers, too, and everyone in between. And even if you don't care about the content and you just want to support us, we would appreciate that, too. So subscribe to us at patreon.com slash M-E-I-A podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash M-E-I-A podcast. So we go back to the room. I'm, like, shaking like a leaf at this point. And apparently I just drank so much that like I got myself sick. So I ended up having to go into the bathroom to throw up. But it was so nice because the girl came and held my hair and rubbed my back. And he came and he gave me like some fucking um, shit, some oils that he uses on his temples for his migraines. Because he was like, you know, it's like some like eucalyptus shit. He said it was like supposed to like help me not be nauseous anymore. And so while I'm throwing up, I'm like, well, I fucked this up. No one, we're not, no one's going to fuck now. Like I'm throwing up, but no, no. As soon as I was done, he was like, all right, babe, brush your teeth. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I brushed my teeth and we kind of got to it. I, I, I really don't remember that specific instance because I'm kind of blurring it with the first time. And... Yeah, I really don't remember at all, but I'm sure it was great. I don't know. I don't I don't remember having any bad thoughts about it. And um, if anyone is curious, are you like walking I'm somewhere? myself. It's hot. Oh. <laughs> um, if anyone is curious how you sleep after a threesome, it is indeed three to a bed. And I think it was him in the middle and her and I on both sides of him. Very exciting. But who does so he then we wake up to? in the morning. Which one is he and- like, you know, holding the most? I think he was just on his back and we were on ours. It really wasn't. There was no no three-way cuddling or one-way cuddling or any way cuddling. There was no cuddling happening in this situation. And um, I was fine with that. You know, this whole situation is, enough. you know, it's not. And you don't like hugging in general. <laughs> exactly. It's <so> weird. <laughs> exactly. So I was, I was okay with the way that was going. And um in the morning. So now this person, and again, I don't know. Now I don't know full fly out protocol with everyone, but I know with him specifically, and this is with all bitches in the stable, not just myself, but you get a one way to him. And then you figure out, he figures out his, his, how he feels after, like when you're going home type of thing, unless you tell him like, I got to go home today. So, um, I did not know in the morning as I woke up, like what was my situation so we're waking up and then he tells the other girl like, yo, come on, hurry up. You got a flight in two hours or whatever. And she was like, oh, OK. Like she looked very sad that she was going home. But I was curious because I'm like, why don't I have a flight? What is happening right now? So she gets ready. He walks her down or wherever he walks her to. So I'm just sitting there in the dark. Not literally. But then he comes back to the room and he was like, OK, babe, um, you're going with me on my jet so just you know uh hang out here i gotta have a meeting right now and then i'll be back and i was like (laughs) not only do i get my first fly out but i get my first private motherfucking jet ride bro i I I was like the jet part and less of the fly out part since it was like you know like you said a 30 minute flight (laughs) (laughs) to rhode island like bro when he said jet i'm like yo i just achieved i just unlocked two goals like at one time i got a fly out and a private jet like i made it i won i don't even need to keep messing with this guy anymore so boom we 
he comes back, whatever. We had sex again by just us, which was lit. And then um, he's like, all right, let's go. So I get dressed. I didn't, like I said, I didn't really bring a change of clothes because I kind of just, I don't know what I thought. Again, rookie mistake. I I should, I learned not even after that time. I learned the next time because the next time I only brought one change of clothes for the next day and he ended up keeping me for like three days and then I had to wear the same outfit because I didn't have time to like go buy something. So that was the time that I learned just pack for a bunch of days because you never know what's going to happen. But anywho, so in this instance, I didn't even have a change of clothes. So I have the exact same outfit on that I had the night before. What's going on? Um, I have... I have the makeup I slept in because I didn't even have time. I didn't have time to take a shower. I mean, I guess I had time, but I just didn't. I I don't know. I just felt weird because I didn't bring any lotion or any anything. I was sincerely such a rookie in this situation. And um, so he's like, all right, come on. So it's me, him, his bodyguard. And before – or whenever I would be with him and meet meet up with him in the tri-state area, he has like, cause his security aren't just like the big dudes. They're like the secret service type of dudes, like whole headset communicating with each other on different floors type of shit. And, um, what? Oh yes. (laughs) Well, they have like the invisible ones that are behind the ears. Yeah, exactly. And, um, we always take the service elevator from the side door of any hotel, like no matter how big the hotel, like no matter how major the hotel is, there's always like a side door with a service elevator. I'm assuming for these type of clients and that's, you know, we go in and out of that. So there's never anyone around, no one, whatever. But for whatever fucking particular reason, this day in Rhode Island, they want to go out the front motherfucking door where there's like eight fans waiting for him with like their cameras and everything. And it's just me, him and his bodyguard walking out as a trio. And I'm like, yo, this is like the world wants me to just end up on media takeout today, don't they? But luckily, again, none of those people knew who the fuck I was. I mean, not that I was super famous at the time or am now or ever, but people know who I am. You know what I mean? Like there's always, it just, it takes mm-hmm. one person, honestly, you know Especially what I'm saying? Especially with like so, the like, internet, you just gotta that look was, up a couple things. You can find out who it is and you never know. Exactly. Exactly. So that was scary as hell, but good to go. And like when he was nice, he went over to take pictures with them. I flew into the car, like fast as fuck. So I got in the car, he gets in the car. This is our 40, 45 minute drive to, um, the private jet airport and it was fire as fuck because he was working on an album and he was like playing me tracks from the album and i'm like yo this is literally like i don't give a fuck with any i mean i know the people that listen to this show are like too super supportive or whatever but if i have a random hating ass bitch that's listening that's like wow what a fucking horror this whole story is such a horror story bro fuck you i got to hang out with my favorite fucking rapper fly on private jet and fucking hear his album, like suck my dick, bro. That shit was lit as fuck. And now I'm in a relationship. That shit don't matter, bro. So fuck you. Anywho, you were living your life, like exactly. Of- so was he. We used condoms. Like y'all could. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm literally getting mad at a hypothetical situation because I don't even think anyone listening is hating on that. This is why they fuck with me. But at the same time, like. If anyone has anything bad, this, this shit is so trash. If someone had something negative to say about that, that was literally just like living my YOLO life. And I'm honestly so happy that I, because like, I feel like if I didn't live that kind of life and then I'm just here, like, you know, suddenly in like just straight girlfriend mode type shit, I feel like I would not be happy. I feel like I needed to do all of that to appreciate this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But anyway, so we get to the jet, we go on the jet. I am wondering how in the world I am going to be able to share a picture on social media to prove to everybody that I am in fact on a motherfucking private fucking jet, but at the same time remain low and not get in trouble by him or anybody on his team, you know, especially because the assistant who definitely is not fucking with me at this point follows me on everything, Facebook, um, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah. And Snapchat. So I'm like, I don't know how to do this safely. But we need some I, and, you know, and obviously I'm walking next this moment to yes, like I need to prove that I was on this exactly. So we're walking up to the jet together. So I can't even do the sneak tip like you know that er- not, it's not even a sneak tip. I can't even do the typical post that everyone does of like showing mm-hmm. walking up to the jet shit or whatever. Like I can't do that because I'm next to him. So that was a dub. So then we get on the the plane, and his is his. It's his own plane. Like there's different planes or whatever. I've been on a few. 
humble brag like since then or whatever but this one his his main seat is like a big ass table and like you sit on one side and he sits on the other and then there's a couple like reclining chairs and shit like that so me and him are facing each other on the thing so then i'm also feeling kind of like awkward because like he's looking directly at me you know so i can't i'm like trying not to so i'm playing candy crush for a while and we take off and he was like, are you recording? And I'm like, no, I'm playing fucking Candy Crush. Like, I'm, I'm not stupid. You know what I mean? Like I, I have, okay, not as much to lose as him at that point, but I had something to lose by being out it that I'm with him. You know what I mean? So like, I'm not really, I'm not trying to put myself in a situation. Mind you also, um, the dude, his friend that I used to talk too? to or whatever you want to call that is also, cozy. is also on the plane with us. So this is, this is so fun. Yeah, this and is the great. So, um, the assistant. Oh. Uh, no, she's not there. She didn't come this, she doesn't go to everything, but she's just con- talking to me through text or she had been or whatever. So it's like him, the friend and like three other people, I think in security. So anywho, so at some point I've, I've realized my golden opportunity is to take a picture of the window across from me. And like, I don't know, you could just tell it's a private jet from the way the window was. So I'm like, that's, that's my ticket in basically. So I took a picture of the window. I want, I don't, remember if instagram no instagram i don't know if instagram stories existed yet at this point but i know for sure that snapchat did so i think i posted it on snapchat and like i had googled you know the best private flight flight lyric i added that with the shit you gotta see this photo and um that's gotta be the i don't even have it anymore because what happened was about no, not even. Yeah, well, no. The flight itself was only like 40 minutes. It was just Boston to New York again, whatever. Because the reason why we were on his jet was he had a show in New York. So it just worked out. And then he was going to have me get a car. He was going to give me a car to get home or whatever to Jersey. So it was like Jones Beach, I think his show was. So um, we land. And as soon as we land, he gives me this horrible look. And he just shows me his cell phone, like doesn't even say a word to me. And the text is from his friend, the one on the plane with us. <laughs> and the friend said that the assistant told him that I posted a picture on the plane and that it that it showed his luggage and that it was making it obvious and I needed to take the picture down. So this fucking bitch ass assistant, instead of texting me texted the friend that she knew I used to talk to because she knew that he also was not fucking with me being oh, present at that situation and knew that he was in yes and the friend who also has my motherfucking number obviously doesn't text me to say take that down which obviously right if it was that big of a situation and if it really was mind you it was fucking like mcm luggage or just some generic shit that every rapper has that was like it was not obvious that it was this person's luggage like at all whatsoever um so if it was really a fucking emergency that i needed to take this picture down why would you text him and not just tap me on the fucking shoulder and say bitch take the picture you know what i'm saying like obviously this was all a fucking like conspiracy against me and so he just shows me the text and I was like, oh my God, my life is over. So of course I immediately deleted the picture. He walks right past me, doesn't even say anything. Like he just goes and gets in his car. So then me and the friend end up walking off the plane at the same time, which is nice and awkward. And he was like, yo, did you handle that? And I was like, yeah, I did. Thanks so much. And he was like, okay, cool. Like, fuck you. And everything that you stand for so then i get to the parking lot and i now i don't so mind you he has like a fleet of suvs that was like waiting for him there and so it's like three black suvs t- tinted windows and then um a nice benz with tinted windows so i don't even fucking know what car he went into so now i'm just standing there looking stupid because no one has given me any further direction from this point <laughs> And, um, I had to ask the security, I'm like, what car did he just go into? And he pointed at the one. So I knock on the window and he rolls the window down and he's like, yeah. And I was like, so where am I going? And he was like, he pointed to the Benz. He was like, they're going to take you home. And I was like, all right, well, good seeing you. And he just put the window on you. (laughs) I was like, oh shit. 
So boom, I go in the car, I, I take it home or whatever. I want to say that the next day he texts me. Yeah, it was the next day. And he was like, you petty as fuck. Um, lose my number one. And I was just like, wait, what? So I called him and I was like, what are you even talking about? And he was like, I didn't know you were a blogger writing about my life on the internet, this, that, and third. I'm like, first of all, you did know I was a blogger because you literally told the other girl the first time we hung out, jokingly, watch what you say around Marissa. She might write about it. Like you, you fucking knew that that is exactly what I do, A, and B, Whoever is your intel should also inform you that I blog about what's on the internet already. And never once have I blogged about you and I or anything relating to that. Like, like, may I remind you, I also have something to lose in this situation, bro. Like, I'm not fucking writing about us or like, I'm doing my fucking job. And you know that just like your job is your job. This is my job. And you knew what it was when you signed up, you know? And, um, and he was like, nah, I'm fucking with it, this, that, and the third, whatever, whatever. So now I'm fucking stressed because I'm like, damn, I got my my golden ticket and lost it in the same fucking day. Like, how did I fumble the bag this bad? And I really didn't do anything wrong. And I didn't get to prove I was on a private jet. Like, I lost all around. At least I would, if I would have, like, got to have that picture up for an extended period of time, I could have got my clout for being on a jet, you know? And um, so then I'm talking to Ebro. I'm like, Ebro, how do I, like how do I manage this? Like, I want him to be able to trust me. Cause I literally didn't do, I honestly did not do anything wrong. Like I really thought about the picture before I posted it. I really checked the picture before I posted it to make sure that I there like was nothing Ebro descriptive in the picture. This. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know, even though he's thinking like this stupid bitch. <laughs> so Ebro was like, send this text. This is how you should say it. Tell him that you respect his privacy, blah, 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 blah. You respect him, the Senate third. So I basically, he basically, Thanks, he literally bro. wrote my text out for me verbatim. The diplomat of the century. Oh, right. We went over it and, <laughs> and this person responded to me and he fucked with it. And we continued fucking around up until December of this past nice. year. Well, you know, I, yeah. And well, I was going to say, you got to like, what? I feel like. People need to hear stories like this because girls be fantasizing about an experience, but they there's nowhere for them to access it. Like, nobody talks about this type of stuff. It's very, like, you know, just floating in the air, like, super hush-hush. There's no, like, you were saying you had, like, fan fiction written or whatever, some, like, erotica going on. You got to put that somewhere. I'm sure <laughs> there is a whole market for that, Marissa, because we're sick of this. All the, if you go look at those, all those outdated websites with that, like, weird-ass porn that people have to read trying to get trying to get off to like some 2001 weird <laughs> not making any type of sense you got it yeah you got to put these flyouts for for the masses yeah and i feel like this also like this is like the yeah, real deal glamorous. shit too it's not, it wasn't, wasn't even it. glamorous yeah, honestly i meant to say you gotta put the good ones out there <laughs> Wait, have I ever had a glamorous flyout? Um, uh, let me think. So that was that with him. I mean, he's flown I feel me like to that's Miami a, bit. a few that's times. A, definitely a step up. I don't from think Rhode been... Island to New York. How long is that? So yeah, that's true. That I guess, flyout? but or the jet. Yeah. Um, the jet from Boston to New York. <laughs> Probably like twenty-seven minutes. <laughs> Cause like, you know, it's going even faster. It's a, it's a jet, you know what I mean? And, um, I, my geography is fucking me up right now. I don't know if Boston is further or closer than Rhode Island, but yeah. And then also you don't have any of the extra shit. Like you literally just go on the plane and go, you don't go through any security or any of that stuff. So, and then you land and you get right off the, the plane. I guess my most like coolest fly out was last summer when I met, um, such and such on the set of his video shoot. And then we just, he invited me to Puerto Rico with him and I ended up in Puerto Rico and, and flying on a jet with him. Morris that was also pretty didn't lit. Have any makeup or clothes. So she didn't learn anything. I know. Well, that was, that was an unexpected fly out. That was a, what are you doing after this? Why don't you come to Puerto Rico? And me being freshly unemployed from revolt, I was like, I have literally nothing better to do than to join you in Puerto Rico. And I mean, that was fucking lit as fuck. And that's the same person who brought me to Europe. But funny enough, on neither trip, not Miami slash 
Puerto Rico nor anywhere in Europe did we have any type of sex at any point. Instead, you just broke yeah, your nose. we didn't hook up like at all on either one. We and yeah, broke my nose and broke and in, in in Puerto Rico broke night because it was like a it was like a thirty six hour trip and we didn't sleep at all at any point on that trip. Um, yeah, so I I just break, but like we had sex in between those times, like in LA and in Miami, but we we never actually had sex like on flyouts. But yeah, all that to say, guys flyouts are not always all they're cracked up to be but at the same time sometimes they are so choose your artist wisely <laughs> and i think we can leave them on that note oh but let me also say let me turn this around right let's make like a beautiful happy ending or something um yeah i'm like it's crazy that everything i guess i wanted it just like came out of nowhere with the situation like i just be looking at penny sometimes like holy shit like how did like we were just laughing about it the other day like how the fuck did we get here like this shit makes no sense i literally just called him about a diary and we're here and all of that to say you know that's like the power isn't it really like everything that you said that you like wrote down kind of circles back together like you wrote about you wrote about penny and then you wrote about like an imaginary fly out it's like i feel like there's some sort of like manifestation in that whether or even if not those things like you reading the diary like you reading your own words like brought you to penny so it's obviously like writing is really important and like it is a theme that like has carried you through to now that is fucking crazy joyce wow I never fucking thought about that shit. And Holy it got shit. You your career. Wow. And like, like, even when you were talking with the artist, he was talking about how you're a blogger. Like, it's definitely part of your DNA. Right now, you're writing a book. Wow. I, I have to say, like, I feel so blessed that my pen game has done this much for me. And, like... You know, I've been in my boyfriend's house for the last five, six days. Like, I mean, we've gone and done shit, but like, you know, I get to just fucking sit in the house with my man and he works at night. So it's like I get all day with him and I'm still working and getting paid, you know, like that's really cool. And I don't and I get to be the homebody that I am and hang out with him. And like, I don't know, it's it's really cool. And I was talking to his daughter about toys or something. And I was like, um. Oh, no, I told her I was writing a book. And she's like, do you like to read books? I'm like, yeah, when I was your age, that's really all I ever wanted to get was books. And she actually told me today that she tried to get a book at the store. And and, um, her dad was just annoyed because she kept trying to buy shit. But so she didn't get it. But all that to say, I was trying to tell her, like, the reason why I'm such a good writer is because I read my ass off when I was a kid. Like, all I wanted to do was read books. And that shit helped me get my vocab up, my grammar up, my creativity up. And... Yeah, and I know I've preached that on this show many times before, but I will preach it again. If y'all have kids and whatever, fuck the iPad, fuck the YouTube shit. Like, I know there's educational shit, there's creative shit on there, but none of that shit really but beats yeah, I, I a totally fucking book, agree. for real. It gets your imagination up, and especially, like, reading to kids, too. Like, they always say, the more that you read to a child, the more words that they're exposed to, and, like, that's so important. And it really, you can tell, like, people who have good vocabulary, like, it's because, like, their parents, like, talk to them a lot, or, like, they had a lot of conversations in their house because they're exposed to so many things, like, at such a young age. And for myself, too, like, I fucking love reading. Like, I was the big nerd I had every single babysitter's club book I had every single like uh what was it I had the uh, sisterhood of the traveling pants was my favorite I remember but I loved all those like stupid teen books those are like my favorite me too Judy Bloom think, all that shit I read all of that like stuff young adult so fiction sure. like young like what? for like the 18 19 14 to like 22 year olds like we gotta get some some Marissa Mendez writing for those girls i i feel like maybe that's my next venture after i'm done with this fucking book which is that is making me by the way lose my motherfucking mind um 
yeah, maybe that's next after I take a break and bring myself on vacation then not have to write this fucking book anymore. Hmm, we'll see. On that note, my legs are sweating and everything on me is sweating. So and we hit we're hitting an hour right now, Alrighty. so we're allowed to well, go. Marissa, is there anything else that you need to fill us in on? Are you going to be here next week? Are what's what's going on? I will be here next week. I'm going home on like Sunday or something, and I'm going to be there for the whole week. So there is no worry. I will be there. And sorry, I was gone last week. I don't know if who relayed the message, if anyone did, but I got my car towed and it was the day from hell. So I just. It's all right. We still love you. Everybody still loves you. Yacht. Thank you. Okay. Um, Don't don't click out of this window when I press stop. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye.